Today is October 31st, Halloween 2022. This is the time of year we talk about our horror stories of the past. Because it hasn't always been easy and there's been a lot of crazy stuff, bad decisions, and failures. Coming up next on the Student of Money podcast. Welcome to the Student of Money podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Niemeyer. The mission of Student of Money is to connect listeners like you to a community of like-minded individuals to help you achieve your goal of financial freedom through entrepreneurship, investing, real estate, and personal development. This is episode 27. If you listen to podcast episode two, you heard my origin story going to college, my first job, moving from job to job, and increasing my salary. Financially, life was good, making a lot of money. I had a house, a family, and of course, I drove a new Corvette. But I wasn't happy and didn't want to work for someone else for the rest of my life, only to retire at 62 or 65 and live on a fixed income. To me, that is a horror story in itself. So in April of 2002, I made the leap, left my J-O-B, and started my first business. And I often say that from 2002 to 2005 was probably the most exciting and most stressful and difficult time of my life. Money was extremely tight. We were going heavy into debt, and I was working seven days a week for 10 to 15 hours. There were times I wanted to quit and crawl back to my, quote, safe and secure job, unquote. I remember my wife coming home this one time and saying she had to buy groceries and put gas in her car using our credit card, and that was obviously not okay. I was missing utility payments and even getting behind on the mortgage payment. I was trying to maintain a normal family life, but it just wasn't possible. I was doing everything myself and barely keeping my head above water. This is probably why you hear statistics like 9 out of 10 businesses fail and why most people prefer to work for someone else instead of starting their own business. I'm sure lots of people daydream about working for themselves, but they never take that first step. It's fear, otherwise known as false evidence appearing real, fear of the unknown, fear of being able to make the money, fear of having to work hard, and a fear of failure. Finally, in November of 2005, I sold that first business to a larger competitor who was backed by venture capital. The sale cleared off all the business debt, and I would start a spinoff company that was more profitable and open doors in the future to get me into real estate. Don't let me forget about the story of my $15,000 t-shirt that I bought around this same time as well. You see, I was getting into satellite TV and high-speed internet at that time, and around 2003 or 2004, I purchased a statewide franchise right for Databon high-speed internet for $15,000. I got this cool t-shirt and went to their sales training in Texas. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself that you've never heard of Databond high-speed internet, and you would be right. They only lasted about a year before filing for bankruptcy and going out of business. 
that was probably a loss of twenty to $25,000 on that particular venture. I guess you could say that I was failing forward around that time, one step forward and two steps back. The last horror story from this time during my life was a failure to file our personal income taxes for four years. Yep, four. Not one, not two, not three, but four years in a row. You see, back then, I didn't have the same knowledge of accounting and finance that I do today. After all, my college education was in electrical engineering and not accounting. Reconciling books, creating your chart of accounts, and generally accepted accounting procedures were not my strong point. It really wasn't until I started buying real estate in 2006 that I started cleaning up my taxes, and that was only because I was dealing with banks more and with lending and mortgages. So this leads me into the beginning of buying real estate and learning to be a landlord for student housing at the local community college. Most of my real Halloween horror stories are going to be landlord stories. I mean, don't get me wrong, my mistakes and failures up to this point are entertaining and very educational on what not to do, but the truly disturbing horror stories have come from rental properties. First one on the list is a brand new house built in 2007. It's a five bedroom, two bath house that I rented to five guys my very first year. Needless to say, they were in school to party and didn't care much about school. That first year was pretty rough with police called out to the house for keggers just about every weekend. The tenants would get confrontational with me whenever I tried to break up the party. People would throw beer at me and want to fight. I couldn't afford to have the property set empty, so I installed security cameras on the outside of the house. It didn't really stop the partying, and by the time the year was over and they moved out, most of the doors were broken, the new carpet was basically ruined, and there's holes in the wall and even a hole in the fiberglass tub and shower surround. So I created a DVD video and sent it to the parents with the label Animal House. I filed a small claims money judgment against the parents as their co-signers, and they had, of course, pay for the damages. It was an awful experience for one of my first times as a landlord. At another rental house, I had my tires slashed by a party goer that wasn't happy that I called the police on him. And of course, the police were kind enough to watch me change my tire in the street, but they told me they were only there for my protection and they would not help me with the tire. So my most gross apartment had to be a Section 8 leased housing tenant who couldn't afford to pay their utilities. So their electricity and water got shut off by the city. And then the city housing department placarded their door as being uninhabitable and told me to clean it up after 45 days without electricity or water. I found out that they had left their cat in the apartment during these past 45 days without food or water and the cat was actually eating the dry white rice in the kitchen cabinets. Pretty gross. To make matters worse, the apartment was infested with fleas. The cat was taken to the local animal shelter and a roll-off dumpster was ordered to clean out the apartment and have it treated for the fleas. Alright, now for my last horror story, I once had two sisters running a house from me. 
They had previously lived in a condo owned by one of the sisters that had been lost in foreclosure. After six months of living with me or in my rental, the sister disappeared. And I was told the remaining sister could not afford the rent without the money of the missing sister, right? So as a landlord would do, I have to give them a three-day notice of non-payment of rent. Unknown to all of us, the missing sister had wandered off and locked herself inside her old foreclosed condo and actually committed suicide inside that condo. By the time the body was found, the remaining sister accused me of being a heartless and cruel person and landlord. But obviously none of us knew where the sister had disappeared to or knew that she had decided to end her own life. So no, I didn't end up evicting this remaining sister. I let her remain at the rental for the last six months at a reduced rental rate and then moved her into one of my less expensive two-bedroom apartments down the street. All right, guys, that is just a small sample of the troubles, mistakes, failures, and downright crazy things I've had to endure since working for myself these past 20 years. Many of these mistakes would have ended my employment at another job, but I just couldn't find it in my heart to quit and give up the opportunity to learn from my mistakes and do better next time. If you can survive your mistakes, they will make you stronger. Lucky for you, you don't have to do it alone like I did. There are people and mentors that have already been down this path and are willing to tell you their story. So become a student of money, like and subscribe, join our email list, and take action. Happy Halloween, everybody. I'm your host, Jeff Niemeyer, and remember, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So I'll see you next time on Student of Money.